presenting to you the interactive space for critical and objective open thinking with Martian UFO produced by Martian UFO Media the best podcast on air with your hearty host catch episodes weekly on Apple and Spotify podcasts Uh, Martian UFO, we're floating in space as always. And um, uh, just to start, man, I hope everybody's doing well. It's uh, Friday, July 17th. We're having a nice, like, uh, little cloudy overcast day. I kind of like it. The humidity's not too bad. And um, yeah, man, I hope everybody's just doing well. Um, so, the topic for today, some of y'all might have heard about it already, and some might not have. Um, this is huge, guys. This is uh, something that's crazy, especially with what's um, coming around the news that's um, being released right now about certain companies and, and uh, talking about scandals and change and some conspiracy theories. Um, yeah, this is a huge one. We're going to speak about the uh, Wayfair scandal. I'll tell you what the Wayfair scandal is about. So... There is a claim or a conspiracy theory, and I'm going to be careful because, see, this is the thing about when you talk about stuff like this, you can't um, act as if it's real or as if it's not real because, you know, there's claims out coming now that all of the uh, evidence has been disputed. It's not real, things like this. But then um, I'm going to speak on that in the uh, later on in the podcast. But right now, uh, so one of these... Uh, Title says that the Wayfair CEO run a children's foundation while furnishing migrant camps. And what that really means is that I'm going to tell you who runs Wayfair. Uh, Wayfair, if you don't know what it is, they're like uh, Ashley's. They're like the brick. They store furniture, appliances, home uh, uh, stuff, basically. And they're ran by uh, Steve Conine and Naraj Shah. Those are the two two guys that run uh, Wayfair. And Naraj Shah also runs a uh, um, uh, children's foundation, family foundation. Uh, they do, you know, education, healthcare, and community living for marginalized families, single parent families, mothers, kids, things like this. And the claim is that Wayfair is running a front um, that traffics uh, uh, underage children and and while also uh, uh, taking the children from his uh, foundation or whatever, stocking up children there that he can plug from at any time, which sounds crazy, right? Like the things that I'm saying, yeah, you got to bear with me. Um, I'm going to tell you where, where all the information came from, the sources, things like this. But it's interesting that uh, he actually, Wayfair provides all the furniture for um, the ice camps where the detainees and the children stay um, in the states, whatever, wherever these camps are or detention centers, and you know that there are reports of you know some of these children 
um, going missing from the centers and things like this. Not that I'm trying to link anything, but yeah, just saying it's a little suspicious. Why would why would they provide the furniture? I mean, yeah, it's uh, just connections and, and things like that. But so uh, there was a group on Reddit. Uh, they, I think the group's name is uh, Q Anon or something like that. There's also a claim that uh, this group uh, they claim that there's a uh, a war right now, a, a far right conspiracy theory that there's a secret plot by the deep state who are running a war against uh, uh, President Trump and his supporters, so the Republicans basically. And I guess you would say that his opponents are the Democrats, who I guess have members of the deep state. But you know, by by no means is any of this real or corroborated information. I'm just talking about it. I'm talking about what I think about it afterwards, and um, you can go look into it for yourself, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe it's a hoax. You know, I'm I'm, I'm just yeah. It's crazy that this would come up, but anyways. So, on Reddit, uh, there were claims in the community that. Uh, a user, I can't remember the Reddit user's name, he was on Wayfair.com and he started pointing out how um, different cabinets and different rugs and different um, mattresses and any kind of uh, stuff like that, right? Certain ones were priced extraordinarily high uh, compared to the other ones. Um, so a well-known activist tweeted about the high price of storage cabinets being sold by online retailer Wayfair. The user pointed out that the cabinets were all listed with girls' names, prompting followers to allege that the pieces of furniture actually had children hidden in them as part of a supposed child trafficking ring. Um, so the tweet gained some initial action. And let's look into this some more. Mm, so, there's a... a a search, not a Google site, it's called Yandex Search, it's a Russian search um, site or whatever, search engine, and people were claiming that if you take the uh, the SKUs, um, stock keeping unit numbers for specific Wayfair products, like a cabinet that's $99,999, I mean, and it has a, a girl's name like Samara or something like that, but anyways, they would take that SKU, put it into Yandex, and if you typed in the letters, uh, I think S-C-C-U-R, something like that, um, a picture of an underage female would appear, which would kind of, you know, again, tying into how suspicious, just how weird this all is. Why is this happening? Why would, why would the cabinet? Because, you know, when this happened, um, Wayfair immediately, they took down all of these items, you couldn't find any of these items, took down everything that had a, a female's name on it and was priced extraordinarily high. And then their excuse was that um, the, the items were priced accordingly because they were meant for business or commercial use. And then some of them were like, you know, fireproof and things like this. Um, but think about this, guys. Think about the fact that anytime a supposed conspiracy theory has come out some of them are actually true think about who controls the media who controls how uh information is released and, and spread to us think about the fact that when you go and you watch the news and things like this certain things are talked about certain things are not certain things are filtered um certain things aren't you know the fact that anybody that goes in front of a camera to 
to speak on a certain issue when they're a reporter or they speak for like a, a newscast media group or a company they were groomed before they got on camera they were told what to say they were given a script a little bit like you know there's certain things that the media sees and that you know they, they aren't releasing information about you know that uh, uh what, what was it i'm gonna bring an, an example uh i was watching a video by michael rapaport one day and he was talking about the last dance and for people to remember the fact that although this is supposed to be a documentary and things like this that it's a it's a movie it's a film that uh certain things made it into the movie and certain things did not that they edited it right that it might not be the truth the whole truth and and things like this they can certainly they have uh, uh teams that can come behind wayfarer's scandal and fix it put out the right information and to delete information certainly like you know who controls what's shown on the internet our internet you think that it's free open internet you know you, th- you think when you turn on cnn uh b c c i think right bbc no uh yeah bbc um what else abc news nbc and any of these news networks um even the ones in canada chat uh what else we got i can't remember anyways they're all they're all putting out certain information while there's certain information that isn't being told to us so i'm just saying that whether you believe it or not um there are certain links certain ties to how it all ties together with uh why wayfair provides the furniture for for um the ice detention facilities how the skews could even you know uh result in, in images of females and things like this and um yeah we're gonna keep on reading on though so there's an idea that uh this is actually true in real life because um there was a movie that was made in uh let's see here it's called soylent green if i'm not mistaken this movie is called soylent green and it's set in 2022 the movie was released in 1973 in the 70s if you guys would want to go watch it but basically the whole plot of this movie it's a futuristic type of um dystopian type plot whatever something in the movie here it literally says so um in the year 2022 the cumulative effects of overpopulation pollution and some apparent climate catastrophe have caused severe worldwide shortages of food water and housing there are 40 million people in new york city alone where only the city's elite can afford spacious apartments clean water and natural food and even then at horrendously high prices uh so the homes of the elite usually include concubines and who are referred to as furniture and serve the tenants as slaves and if you don't know what concubines are uh let's see so uh pay specific attention to when it says that they're referred to as furniture and and i think i went and i watched the trailer for this movie you can watch the trailer for soil and green in it it says that the female so it's a female concubine uh literally means like second wife uh, i don't want to use the word slave but mistress things like this you know imagine the elite a guy has a wife already or he might not have a wife or a family things like this but this woman is like uh another woman in his home who was there for his liking whatever and uh yes says here that they serve as slaves and so if 
their furniture, it means that they're to a little less degree or quality. And then there's another rule, they, they, they say that they're part of the building, which means that this female is there all the time. She does not leave the building. If she's furniture, it means that she can go with the rich elite person and and be handed out to his friends and, and things like that. Um, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, I'm not going to speak too much about that, but just, just the link between that that it's been spoken about. And I'm going to talk about another thing. The um, concubinage itself. So... I think I was having a conversation with somebody about the fact that the you know this is all coming up now since the Jeffrey Epstein scandal, which I might speak about in the future. There's been a, a lot more information about child trafficking rings, child trafficking, the porn hubs, you know, uh, trafficking children. This is a lot of this isn't just a little bit of information that's coming out about it, or, or you know, different scandals that are coming out. Um, so here I'm gonna give you concubines because this is important. Um, this used to happen in history, you know, way before our time, way before our civilization, sometime around the 1500s, the 1600s, 1700s, you can say that, you know, it's wrong and, and it's whatever. I believe that it's wrong, certainly, but I'm just saying, right, the information shows if you go and you research and you, and you read this shit, it says that in this time, different things are accepted that aren't accepted now. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh, concubine age is an interpersonal and sexual relationship between a man and a woman in which the couple are not and cannot uh, be married. Uh, the inability to marry may be due to multiple factors, such as differences in social rank status and existing marriage, religious or professional prohibitions, or a lack of recognition by appropriate authorities. What do you think that means? Meaning there's a discrepancy in the age. You get it? Uh, the woman in such a relationship is referred to as a concubine. A concubine among polygamous, uh, polygenous people, sorry, uh, peoples is a secondary wife, usually of inferior rank. Concubines have existed in all cultures, though the prevalence of concubinage and the status of rights and expectations of a concubine have varied somewhat, as have the rights of children of a concubine. Whatever the status and rights of the concubine, they were always inferior to those of the wife, and typically neither she nor her children had rights of inheritance, which means that when people talk about abuse and things like this, certain things being accepted back then, um, you know, there was no crime for abuse back in this time, right? If, if you had a woman being abused or her children being abused in any way, um, this was accepted based upon what I'm reading here. You know, concubines have existed in all cultures and in, in the different cultures, you know, in Asia, Vikings. Um, and I'm going to speak about my kind of uh, background because certain people that know me or whatever, people ask where I'm from and things like this. I say that I'm, you know, I was born in Egypt. I have certain ties to Egyptian uh, culture and things like this. But uh, let me keep on reading here. Especially among royalty and nobility. The woman in such relationships was commonly described as a mistress. The children of such relationships were counted as illegitimate and in some societies were barred from inheriting the father's title or estates even in the absence of legitimate heirs. You see, continue going on. Um, so this is where it gets into my, um, uh, 
yeah my my background so the ancient ancient egyptians so way 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 back uh while most ancient egyptians were monogamous a male pharaoh would have had other lesser wives and concubines in addition to the great royal wife and think about you know the the great elite the people who are really the rich elite the people who we don't know about you can't really i can't speak about it and you can't speak about it because you don't know and i don't know what they do in their free time where they go how they travel you know we don't and can't track them remember that right if they believe a certain thing if they worship a certain way you don't know about it because their movements aren't tracked by the media the government and they have enough money to certainly um conduct their business privately and, and however they like to do so so um a male pharaoh would have had other lesser wives and concubines in addition to the great royal wife this arrangement would allow the pharaoh to enter into diplomatic marriages with the daughter uh the daughters of allies the daughters of his allies meaning does i mean i don't know what ages they were it doesn't say here that they were of legal age did they have a legal age at the time you know that back in this time that that there was discrepancy in age even now in different countries um not including north america and south america certain places where they allow this for sure and it's it's could be a crime could not be a crime could could be a crime in their country and it still happens anyway you know and you can go and research and study different countries if you really care about that stuff to see um and if you feel so strongly about it like like someone as myself you have to understand that uh this is kind of a this is a huge battle because there are are people who are conducting it behind you know closed doors underneath the books who certainly want it to happen and then people who are on the who are on the front lines of fighting it trying to fight corporations like Pornhub and Wayfair and, and I guess there are reports that Amazon might be doing something similar and things like this right and then fighting with the country not even fighting the countries who allow it right the countries who we really don't know but you got to study their laws and and what they allow what they don't allow um i don't want to really speak about the middle east countries but um you know that the laws there are not the same for men as they are for women in some of these countries so you know what i'm saying um let's see uh as was the custom of ancient kings concubinage was a common occupation for women in ancient egypt especially for talented women uh whatever talents they had i'm not sure so a, a, a request for 40 concubines by amenhotep I don't, I don't know if i said that right this is 1386 to 1353 bce before christ to a man named milkilu uh, prince of uh, gezer states uh behold i have sent you hanya the commissioner of the archers with merchandise in order to have beautiful concubines i.e weavers silver gold garments all sorts of uh, precious stones chairs of ebony as well as all good things worth 160 devon i guess it's their their currency at the time in total 40 concubines the price of every concubine is 40 of silver therefore send very beautiful concubines without blemish so he's paying um if you can understand the wording there he's paying 40 pieces of silver i guess for for each of these 40 women so they were valuable <laughs> um anyways concubines would be kept in the pharaoh's harem and if you know what harem means harem people who practice harems nowadays harems in north america are, are typically i don't know if they're illegal or not but a harem typically means yeah polygamy one man with with 
uh, many different types of women or uh, different girlfriends, a number of wives, um, and they could be all ages. I don't know, right? When you, we watched the, uh, what was that? Uh, Tiger King, that thing on, on, on Netflix, that show. Uh, what was the guy's name who had another um, tiger facility that was big as uh, Joe's almost? He, with the guy with the ponytail, he practiced the harem, right? And down there, wherever he lived or wherever. And uh, I'm pretty sure he felt comfortable doing it. I don't think the uh, local authorities really gave him a problem. Um, and, and he could probably verify that all of his participants or females or girlfriends, whatever you want to call them, were of legal age, or maybe they were not, but who knows. Um, so, Amenhotep III kept his concubines in his palace at Malkata, which was one of the most opulent in the history of Egypt. The king was considered to be deserving of many women, as long as he cared for the great royal wife as well. So, as long as he remembered who the number one was, he could have as many as he wanted. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so just, just a little bit of an example to show you that in certain places, in certain times, this was accepted. And, and it says nothing about verifying that the females were certain ages or, or you know, if you really study more, because I've read into some of this myself, it uh, there was the belief that um, being with, uh, you know, procreating or whatever with a younger female, the king, right, the, the pharaohs, all this kind of stuff, believed that the uh, younger ones were of greater quality, that they would bear stronger children, all this kind of stuff. And these aren't, these aren't, um, you can go find this. This is, this is down in the word. This is written. This is on online. You can find it. And so it's not crazy to believe that there are certain people who might think this way, might believe this way now. Um, and uh, let's read again about uh, Soiling Green. Um, it says here, a part of, uh, where is it? With the help of furniture, has it in quotations, Shrill. So Shrill in the movie, I'm, I'm going to watch this movie for sure. Shrill is referred to as furniture, uh, which means that the elite person who has has given her out to the detective to help her solve this crime. The movie's about a crime or whatever. There's a, there's a murder that's happened. And so a rich elite has been killed. And uh, I guess Cheryl was his furniture. So now she's helping um, this detective try and find out who killed him. And so in the movie, like, I mean, this is the director, the person that produced this movie it wasn't like they were just working off of complete fiction you know they, they looked they did research on these ideas and these things that certain things like this might have happened and then decided to create a, a story on an idea that was accepted at a certain time you understand what i'm saying it was accepted at a certain time and certain people um accepted it and so now you got certain people today that may or may not still accept it and they may or may not be the leaders of corporations that are really running things in the world when you think about it because um, Wayfair, you know, to the vast majority can come out on the media and refute the claims and say, yeah, it's a hoax, it's not real. And, you know, uh, there's a reason that 
all the furniture has female names and and most i mean yeah it's true most of the females that were reported missing that you could go look up on whatever site or whatever did um in fact um they were found or were found later on or some of them are still missing but most of them are found so they're trying to use all this information to kind of create smoke and you know again i'm not myself personally not saying that it's true but after looking into the Pornhub thing after just you know I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist but I really like I don't trust I guess the, the motives of people who have copious amounts of money and, and can do anything that they want really right they run corporations they run businesses that you can't get into to see how they really like it's a anything any business could be a front <laughs> and even when they're discovered have you seen you know Steve Conine be arrested or go to jail have you seen uh the uh other guy shaw go to jail has there investigations into them now there might be later you might see reports now though the invest uh the fbi is suddenly investigating wayfair and things like this but yeah i mean just really try and look through the smoke guys try and uh look through the information and and be aware of what's going on because now this is another claim about uh child trafficking a child trafficking ring you know, involving the biggest companies, involving Wayfair, Amazon, and um, uh, again, I don't like. Certainly, when you think about the uh, the mentality of these people, the way that they think, if they are doing what they're doing, Either they believe what they're doing is not wrong or not evil because they're practicing a certain practiced, uh, traditional, (coughs) whatever you want to call it, (coughs) or (coughs) they just don't give a fuck (coughs) because (coughs) (coughs) they don't care because uh, they know that they have all the legal clout, all the money. All the power, essentially, to hide themselves, to shroud themselves in smoke, to (coughs) do what they like, (coughs) to maybe, maybe fake their deaths in the case of uh, a Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, if you watched uh, the documentary about him, I mean, I'm not going to go too much into him because this is a different topic. Um, It talked about the amount of power and influence that he had on people. Just, just by his uh, presence alone, by the way that he thought and um, the money that he was able to attain and the control that he had over people who had um, tremendous amounts of money. The fact that he, you know, he was able to build an island and then he had all these people coming to and visiting his island. There's, you know, different people, different uh, public figures getting onto Instagram and social media now, Twitter saying that, you know, we, are, we haven't even heard yet about all of our different favorite Um, personalities and and high profile artists and whatever who have been to this island who've been engaging in certain acts that um, we don't know if it's true or not like until people really see something come out on CNN or you know one of the biggest news networks saying that oh yeah for sure without fucking doubt this company has been caught trafficking children or 
caught in a sex ring or caught doing this or that. I think the vast majority of people are still going to be calling it, you know, conspiracy theories, um, calling it whatever it is, not really believing. But again, one of my main themes that I like to talk about is change, being aware of, of uh, certain things that are going on. Because now you look at life, um, a lot of people want to say that the cashless society thing is a conspiracy theory that they're not getting rid of cash oh just you know, stop worrying and blah 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 this and that i don't know right i'm not saying anything for certain but i'm saying that look at how suddenly these changes happened look at somebody else was telling me yesterday they like um they were curious about the speed of of all this uh plexiglass and things being able to be put up constructed so fast and yet you know these materials they had no no issue uh, getting across and being delivered in time and, and cer- other certain uh, products, you can't get them. They're in shortage. You know, even now you go to the store, something might be out, but uh, you'll see that at every single store, at every single place, they had the plexiglass ready. You know, and, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy stuff, man, to be speaking about. But again, the main topic of, of today is just talking about the way for a scandal bringing attention to it trying to get people to kind of i guess look into it more because before this happened imagine that wayfair was comfortable nobody was really you know the, the people that knew what was going on were, were making their purchases and getting their furniture quotation delivered um to their houses and, and things like this imagine that now um they have they suddenly have a reason to be watching themselves more they suddenly have a reason to be keeping a tight lip on on what's going on in the company to not really be releasing information and um there were reports that uh the ceo that naraj shah actually stepped down but i guess now they're saying that he he is uh running things still but i wouldn't be surprised if he he did step down because how many other ceos aren't running their companies right now, have effectively stepped down um, to be behind the scenes to do things that we really don't know about, right? That most people don't care about, but then for the people who care about the fact that there are, you know, children being trafficked and certain things happening, that uh, the elites or whatever are running some kind of scheme with this coronavirus and Black Lives Matter movement and defund the police and whatever. for myself, I'll tell you that I really think that there's, you know, a bigger picture that something is going on. And uh, I certainly think that it's better to think that way, again, because you don't want to be taken by surprise with something that does happen. And then you were thinking like, oh, shit, uh, like imagine like uh, this is crazy. We never knew or we always thought it was wasn't real or whatever. Like just uh, just be aware, be, you know be willing to look into the information you know just take time to sit think and be objective uh uh, for some time in your day going to this weekend and um yeah i think that's where i'm gonna leave you i was gonna read something again off about this movie but uh it's kind of uh it's like giving away the uh the biggest piece basically so anybody who's interested you're gonna have to go and watch swirling green and see what that's all about Yeah, man. I'll talk to you guys later.